It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to our post-origin chat. I'm your host, Stuart Lord. And tonight I've got with me Nick Lord, resident fantasy nugget, New South Welshman, disappointed. How are you? What it do, baby? Mate, licking our wounds, licking our wounds. I'm not even sure licking our wounds, mate. I've got out the pitchfork. And uh, tonight we have a bonafide Queenslander. Uh, we got Mark from the Fantasy Amateurs. How are you going? Yeah, good. I'm still riding high. I... Uh... Yeah, I must admit it was a bit difficult to go to sleep last night with all the adrenaline of just giving you guys an absolute bath. But uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, yeah, no, I thought, I thought, you know, I, I pumped a Red Bull so I could come on here and, uh, you know, revel in the victory of uh, the mighty Queenslanders. Excellent. He's so pumped he hasn't got a shirt on, ladies and gentlemen. Not a sight you want to see. <laughs> uh, and we also have, uh, what from what I believe is across the ditch, we got Rob from the Fantasy Amateurs as well, mate. How how was it in New Zealand? Yeah, good, good. I'm a, I'm a kind of adopted Queensland fan, um, mostly because of uh, the podcast, really. Um, but no, it was a great game for the neutral as well. Um, I guess, yeah, really close and just, just a good battle. Um, I think it was was closer than, you know, the New South Wales people say. Um, it was really those last two tries right at the end. But, um, no, it was a fantastic game. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. Mm. Auckland's in Queensland anyway, isn't it, Rob? Auckland <laughs> is in Queensland. Yeah, I think... Um, Rob's saying that to keep his job. Auckland. Um, <laughs> Dan I's from Auckland, so... Oh, mate, yeah, just about everywhere is in Queensland. So, you know... <laughs> Uh, uh, I was reading the other day that Tino's born in Orange, so you know, going well. Oh, mate, he's a he's a he's a gimpy boy though. Like if you watched uh, Building Titans or whatever they did that documentary on Ko, his family lives on a property in Gimpy. They're about as Queensland as you get, mate. And Peter Sterling was born in Toowoomba, so don't get on your high horse. Yeah, uh, that's fine. You can have bandy legs. I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> Parramatta fans might care. Uh, the five of them that are still alive who can remember that premiership. Anyway, so let's crack into it, guys. Uh, talk about the result. So, Nick, bit of a disappointment, eh? Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things like sort of uh, they were on top early. Then we'd control for a good 50-odd minutes of the middle portion of the game. The last 10 minutes sort of just came undone. So, um you know, uh, they, they sort of pulled our pants down and uh, yeah, towed us up the last 10 minutes. And unfortunately, uh, they've done that many times in the past. So it wasn't too surprising as New South Wales would. Uh, right, Stu? Oh, that's right. And I'll be honest with you. Like, you know, I'll, I'll get into how I feel about certain individual players, but I don't think it was controlling the game issue. I think it was there were lapses which cost us the game. And so I think, like, what should have been, you know, probably be 24-16 Win gets turned right around, so mistake on our part. How about how about you, Mark? It, how- Mate, I, I think I think the first lapse uh, from New South Wales happened about three years ago when they employed Brad Fittler to be the coach. Yeah, oh look, he, he, a story he was a step up from Laurie. He, he he stepped up. He was a step up from Laurie Daly, but he was a low bar. Yeah, I mean that's just like saying you'd prefer to get squirted in the eye with an orange peel instead of kicked in the balls, really, isn't it? Neither of them are good results. But um, I mean, the big thing is, you know, for some reason, blokes just don't. And I mean, I'm, I'm at risk of repeating myself here, but you don't, you just don't get Origin, you know. Like we got we got bloody Reuben Cotter out there playing on the edge, a position he's never played before. You got. David Fafida and Ben Hunt in the centres, and we scored two tries with twelve men on the field with David Fafida and Ben Hunt in the centres. Which, you know, it's it, you can sort of go on all you like about the little stuff. But the thing is, you were winning with eight minutes to go, and somebody's head needs to be on a platter for that. And oh, yeah. there's a there's a head with a particularly large feature on it, which should be on the platter, which I'm a hundred percent sure won't be. Is that is that? Uh, uh, look, we'll, we'll get into the get into the game changes for a sec. So, Rob, Rob, from your side, mate, it's like the result there. Did you see it similarly? So, so that, that sort of last fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with um, Nick. I think it was 
you know, New South were dominating for such a long time. Um, and it was just the real, like the goal line defense, like the kind of 1% extra effort stuff from like Tuolangi, who hasn't even been that good this year for the Cowboys. Mm. Um, but a couple of massive try savers. Um, and then just, it was all heart right at the end. I think, um, Queensland just had more of it at the end. New South lost their way a bit. Um, and yeah, I think I know who Mark's talking about, but there, there's, you know, any number of up to five players that, you know, should probably be considering um, getting dropped. Um, it, but we'll, we'll get there, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, well, it's, well, it's, not, it's, it's not even so much about changing the team. It's about the attitude that goes into it. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. You know, like you just have to look at the display and, you know, like the Blues have got the guys there to do the job. Right, you know, they, like, they won. Just, e- e- they won every part of it statistically. Yeah, the the you know they were on top. How is it that the combination of Isaiah Yo, Payne Haas, and Junior Paolo was on the field together for a total of eight minutes, and it was the last eight minutes of the game? Yeah, like just ex- explain that to me in a way that makes sense. And I'm not talking about changing it. I'm just talking about like understanding who you got on the field and like. The the guys that you're picking, like they have the these seventeen players in this team could beat Queensland. This it's not about changing the team, it's about changing the attitude, the way that you approach the game, and the you know, the the mental this just the sheer desire to win, which, you know, growing up sipping a latte on Bondi Beach, you don't get it. But roaming around the streets of Mackay or Ipswich, mate, that's what you get. Mate, half this bloody squad is like more roughshod than any any of those Queensland guys who were pam- pampered through bloody Gold Coast High up oh. there. I tell you now. And Maybe but- if, if you if you listen to the intros, listen and just go back. Like, do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to the the when the, you know when they say they're like the club that they played for at the start. I love that intro, by the way. Mm. If you go through and listen to them, you pick one out. Like, I reckon there's less than three guys that are from a Brisbane club or a Gold Coast club. It's like. Gladstone, Glade, you know, Gladstone Gators or the Mackay Meteors, you know, like it's, it, they're, they're not from, you know, and it's just thing. it's like a house in Penrith's a million bucks these days, isn't it? Oh, mate, I think, I think when these guys grow up, I think it's, I think it's still a pretty rough part of Sydney, mate, out yeah, there, out no, of Mount Druitt. But I, I, do, I do get your point that for, for some of these guys, they need to change up. And those are some of the guys that I reckon I would change up because, I don't know. Well, well look, let, let's let's flip it around, right? Rather than kicking into the blues, let's talk about uh I'll, I'll ask around, is there anyone who underperformed for Queensland last night? Let, let's start with you, Mark. Is there anyone you thought that underperformed for Queensland? Queenslanders don't underperform, mate. <laughs> the 2005 squad is ringing and would like to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, as soon as that maroon jersey goes on, they just they they grow like you know six inches higher and you know everywhere else. But no, in all seriousness, the one thing if there was a a criticism for me, I don't understand why Tom Flegler was selected to not play in the first half after we lost two guys, and then comes on Sinbin immediately comes back on when the Queensland already I almost said the Cowboys when the Queensland had the game well in hand like. At time like if you're not going to play Flegler for that like you know 10 minutes either side of half time which is fine like you know I understand not wanting to bring him on for a defensive liability or whatever but at least pick a guy with a bit of utility uh to cover for the injuries and we're just so lucky that just every single one of our players is so elite that it's not a problem if we you know lose our entire team to injury but you know I I I'd like to see I'd like to see somebody that we actually plan on playing for more than 20 oh. minutes in the team in the event that, you know, shit goes down like it did last night. Yep. Um, although Tino only played 40 minutes somehow, which is weird because, I mean, he's normally a 55-minute guy as well. So, yeah, I, I guess it just... You know, oh, it's because they ran Paddy. I th- that they do what they do for him, which is they redline him and ruin him for regular club football, right? <laughs> yeah, well, and Ruben Cotter, mate. Ru- there's, there's, I mean, I know we're gonna, you know, we're gonna digress into actually fantasy relevant stuff shortly, but obviously, you know, a guy like Ruben Cotter, he did the same thing last year, tried to back up, and then did his hammy. So I reckon yeah. there's, a, there's two chances of him playing this weekend for the Cowboys, which is Buckley's and none. So, yeah. uh, I mean, when you got an 80 minute Ruben Cotter and a 20 minute Thomas Flegler, that just says to me like, okay, can we pick? 
Can we pick somebody that we feel confident to play? Mo Fodawaka will do the same job, but can play 60 minutes if needed. That's you true. know, like just yeah, that that would that would be my one. But like, oh, you won't catch me criticizing the Queensland or at least, team. At least someone who can play edge because Ruben Cotter is very good as far as effort went. But that try they led for Liam Martin was just not knowing how to defend the outside man. So hundred uh, percent, it's it's just a positional thing. It's not him. It's just yeah. It's it's not a skill set. So yes, someone who can carry the edge, like where Fafita was going to play until Kafusi was suspended. But also Tino played edge for like the early part of his career. So oh, he does. But, but, really but he'd he be a turnstile dude. He'd be. Yeah. He, he's too. He's too big. He's like six yeah, foot he's- seven. He's too big now, though. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I like the I, no, mate. Ruben Cotter. I as soon as the as soon as the siren went, I turned to Tiff and said, "Ruben Cotter, man of the match," because he just was monstrous. He he did the Carrigan from last year, so I won't have it. But I do. I like the idea of anyone that can play edge. Maybe Corey Horsburgh or, or Jermaine Hopgood um, could do the same job that that Flegler yeah. did. But you or, know, or just again. just play Kafusi, put Fafita on the bench. Oh, mate, Fafita Fee, was he was huge last night and he did absolutely nothing fancy at all no which is exactly what i want to see from him just get in make your tackles 94 percent tackle efficiency spend some time in the centers 100 run meters nothing fancy just don't give up any tries that's what he did so yeah, yeah I'll, I'll i could wax lyrical but i'll, I'll let you guys no. uh, commiserate uh, about the blues now uh well hold on rob any thoughts on your side any queenslanders you reckon that underform because obviously a lot of good performances out there you know Rissy walsh locked in the spot but anyone on your side, do you think would do better or might have a bit of worries? No, I don't. I don't think so. I kind of echo Mark's concerns about Flegler. I thought that was bizarre. That um, Sinbin situation was was insane as well, right? Like I've never seen anything like that before. Um, but yeah, I think I think they all kind of played well, and uh, it'll yeah, I think it'll just be bench change up, like you know what what their bench looks like if if they do change anything. But I yeah, I can't really see them changing much to be honest. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Nick, any difference or no, you're good? Yeah, not really. I think um, all the Queensland guys really turned up with the right attitude and um, really rolled their sleeves up like some of the New South Wales guys didn't, which was a bit um, a bit frustrating. That's it. All right. Let's 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 flip to the other side here. And look, I, I'm going to save my stuff because I'm, I'm angry. But I, I, I was, I was new. Let it out. Let it out. No, look. Okay. If I had to save space, too. If I had, if I had to pick the number one guy, the two people who I cut after last night, right? There's not even hugs in Young or TPJ because you knew that they were fringe players, right? The guys who actually let down the side last night because they were supposed to be safe and they weren't. James Tedesco is cooked. His team's cooked. He's cooked. I'm, I'm through. So I would cut him. I put Latrell back there, or I put Dylan Edwards back there. I put someone back there. He can, well, he can't trust Latrell. I put Dylan Edwards back there for someone who can reliably defend. And can, can we can we stop here for a, for a sec? Because I I agree, and I want to turn to the injury man. Do we have the? No, no, Mitch isn't here tonight. But he, he what, he's, he's got, been talking about Tedesco. Up. Yeah, all right. The Tedesco's knee stem cells. Yes. What is is this legit? Is this a thing? No, no. He, like- he had knee stem cell things last season and this season, right? Yeah. But he's slowly been cooked. Like, like Mitch is, let's just go with, he's previously expressed extreme doubt as to the efficacy of that thing. And if you're getting it done, you're in real trouble. Yeah. It's not good. You know what I reckon would probably fix him up if we got him a different colored jersey, like a, like a, like a, not a red jersey, but like a like a deeper red. Like it's it's on the way to purple, but it's not quite pink? there. Pink. No, yeah, it's, it's, no it's the other way. Playing for the Panthers. <laughs> no, nah, anyway. But, the, <laughs> but anyway, no. Nah, look, it, seriously, he's looking cooked, and he's slipping over a lot these days. Like it was a dry track last night. He just even the change in direction. He's just not. He's not quite there. I think the World Cup. I think lack of preseason. Lack of fitness, lack of good quality ball in a squad. It's just he's not there. And he's got to be there because two tries last night is literally the difference. And Josh Adokar is the second guy we're cut. He just defensively let the – so he's the guy who let the 40-20 go through. He's the guy who gave away the early penalty with the ribs. He's the guy who uh, missed on Hammer, right? 
I just he's a liability. He's cooked. He's he's not fit. Can we can we just you know just yes? Why is a bloke that's played? You know, and I don't know his career stats, but I reckon it's 170 games if it's not more than that. At left wing, playing on the right wing when they got a right winger on the in the team on the left wing. Just yeah. explain that to me. I don't understand it. No, like I, he's. It's because cause they want to keep the lefties together, and it's like, uh, look, if I had to pick my way, I'd swap it all around because you got Lee Martin's a right edge back rower, yeah. You can you have an all Penrith right. That's edge. it exactly. Play him outside Cleary. You want Cleary to be involved in the game. Right, and I thought he did a decent job last night as far as game management went. Like, they were winning statistically, he kept them on the winning leading edge, right? But yeah, but you got to cl- you got to close it. But again, you know, the, I guess okay. Let me spin this around before we get any further. Uh, I'll ask you, Nick. Where did you think that New South Wales lost it last night? I think yeah, it's actually much simpler than you're putting it. I think. Teddy really tried his heart out, and Josh Adakar wasn't everything. That 40-20 from DCE was probably the best 40-20 you'll ever see. Like, it was like centimeter perfect, tackle three, his toes just about on the line, the ball just scrapes. Like, it's honestly perfect. You can't defend that. So I, I, I really push back on that. I really think um, there's too many cooks the miss the on Hammer? The miss on Hammer, the... The penalties that he gave away, and no, he's no, always no, bad no. positionally. Hammer, Hammer wasn't uh, at a car. Had a uh, the Hammer try was um, Hines with his uh, quote unquote improved defense missing the tackle inside of Munster. That was the problem. Yeah, oh, he but- shuts down Munster. There's no edge there. Like he just had a couple of grabs and just went up high against Cameron Munster. He just goes thank you and bumps him off and sends Hammer away. Like I, I can't put on out a car really, but. Uh, he's um, he's got one tackle to make. He makes like three tackles a game. He's missed the one of them that matters. Anyway, yeah, what was I just think Hines I just doing think there's two anyway. You know, like it just well, who else was going to go there? That's the issue. Rob, I didn't realize you were still there, mate. I thought you went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm letting them um, I'm letting them feast on on um, James Tedesco's corpse, and I love it so much. Oh mate, I, I think I don't think there's a better fullback to play Origin than James Tedesco. There is, there's Dylan Edwards. He's he's positionally perfect, effort player can play through the middle. Doesn't friggin' slip over when he tries to make a cover tackle. See the grand final. All right, can but I? Then, then can you're I, starting just, all over again. You're starting all I, over again. You have to. Yeah. The answer is he's yeah. nugget time. He's cooked. He's he's in his thirties. Teddy's well into his thirties. He's thirty. Oh, he's thirty with a cooked yeah, leg, bro. That's in his thirties. He's he's cooked. Now, uh, honestly, boys, <laughs> can we? Can, but just you know, okay. Wins are a halfback stat. You know, when your team has fifty-eight percent possession going in the last ten minutes, and the other team's got left wing, right wing, left edge, and man in the sin bin off the field, you have to win that game. It doesn't matter. Luke Brooks would have won for the Blues last night. It's, you know, this is a real problem and a bloke, whatever the, whatever the direct opposite of ice in the veins is, is what Nathan Cleary is. He's oh. just got, he, mate. The two defensive lapses are both Tedesco. They're but, literally, but it's not, it's, both it's of them. Not a, it's not about the defense though. It's about the fact that they should have won by 20. It shouldn't have been a one, one try, one you know, Munster miracle play game. They should have put Queensland, they should have put them to the sword and won 40 to six, but they didn't because they can't deliver on the last tackle sets because the only time Nathan Cleary can win in state of origin is when he's partnering James Maloney. Or the Queensland forward pack is so flaccid, it's made out of wet toilet paper and they just run over the top of them with Tom Trevojevic, Latrell Mitchell, James Tedesco and every other man aside from Nathan Cleary doing his job for him. And they put in him like 50 to six, mate. I was at that game in Townsville where they just annihilated us, mate. It, I, I lived through that depression. And the only person in a blue jersey I didn't notice playing was Nathan Cleary. Like he is just, he is Mitchell Pierce reincarnate in a much better club team. That is the only with a dad that actually wants to coach instead of whatever the hell Wayne Pierce was doing. It's honestly like at some point you need to like go, okay, like if you put DCE in this exact blues lineup, the score last night is 36 to six. No, I'd say no. 
Yeah. If you look at if you look at DC's contribution last night, it amounts to one forty twenty, right? Which was a good one, and a few tackles defensively, which again Nathan Cleary more than covered. Yeah, but now, the, if you the, if you the, put the Cameron this- Munster in place of Luai, I reckon you're on. But okay, so but here's the thing, right? The big moment, like when Queensland were absolutely on the rack, like on the rack. What what happened? DCE forty twenty out of nowhere. Yeah, they still didn't like, score that set, and then it went no, back but, down the other end. Was, no, but that was because of an error yeah. from Lily, Lindsay Collins on the. No, first I, th- th- that's what I mean. But I'm saying that it wasn't the the pivotal moment. Wasn't that it, there was a good play, right? Yeah, but I, and but, which I like. I'm just saying that I don't think DCE swap over. I don't think that there's any other New South Wales half you can put it in spot either. Oh no, but th- but that's part of the problem, mate. Like Tom Dearden came in last year when Munster was out, and this yeah. is the thing: like you achieved say, oh, nothing, tackled well. Tim, Tom Dearden. Tom Dearden last year. No, no, he tackled very well, go, right? Because they back, ran at him all night. And, mate, come on now. Come no, no, on. I'm serious. He tackled. He was beautiful defensively, right? Which is great. I'm just. I don't think that. Nah. Yeah, t- Tom Dearden in that side wouldn't have won last night either. Tom Dearden, not in place of Nathan Cleary, but yeah. you know Tom Dearden's not a million dollar, one point four million dollar halfback on a multi premiership winning side, and you know like it's just I just I don't know, and like I like Nathan Cleary as a player, I like him, I think he's got the tools to be the best player that the NRL has ever seen, like just the absolute toolkit because he's defensively he's great, attacking wise he's great. Composure at club level is great. When he's playing for Australia next to Munster, he's great. For the Blues, he's just like, you know, he just, it's its almost like he 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 doesn't, like he, he gets overwhelmed or something. And like, that's okay. But like, you know, he just, I just don't understand like why, it, like how you can lose that game last night like in the position with the possession, like any half, like Ben Hunt hit, like, you know, there's, there's eight halfbacks that could have iced that game last night. And they just like the last, you know, the last play options and, you know, the, the, the leadership. And like, I mean, I don't think that they're doing him favors by putting him with Luai either, because like as much as Luai is creative, like he takes absolutely no pressure off Nathan Cleary in the responsibility of who's in charge of running the team. No, you know, gotcha. like Nick, Nico Hines at six takes so much pressure off. And I think like if New South Wales had a shred of like even remote intelligence, it's Nico Hines at six for game, game two. And I know you're upset at him because he missed the tackle, but like. No, no, I, I, I agree. To take the pressure off. Look, I'm so, a Panthers fan, but I definitely think that, that Luai has probably shot his bolt there. But how about you, Rob? What what are you thinking? Is it, do you reckon it's, is Nathan Cleary the issue here? Or is it, is it elsewhere? Yeah, I thought Luai outplayed Cleary last night, like just from a pure watch, um, and that just can't happen. Like, it's it's kind of like what Mark said. Um, but but didn't Munster outshine DC by a significant margin as well? Oh, absolutely. But that's what Munster's in the team for is the like game breaking ability. Um, Cherry, you expect to just do a job and not make mistakes, really? Is it an expectations issue? Years. Yeah. I like uh, that. That's what I'm trying to get at here. Is it? I don't know. I, I I get. I get. Is that an expectation around what Cleary should be doing as opposed to Cherry Evans? Yeah, I think that's right. I think the he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, and having Luai next to him means that's even more. Um, and then he is going to cop a lot of flack for losing, quote unquote, the game. Um, but there's yeah, you're right. There's nothing that he did specifically last night that means that he should get dropped and I don't think he should get dropped. Um, Mm. But it's, yeah, he's going to cop some unfair criticism because of who he is, you know? No, I gotcha. Also, Uh, just for clarity, I'm not saying that he should be dropped. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. I, I, so, so just a comparison on the stats, as far as their involvement in the game for DC versus Cleary, right? So Cleary, 18 runs, 95 metres. DC, two runs for 12 metres. Can we just stop on that stat? I I thought he didn't run the ball at all, Um, Cleary. He took like one or two runs early, 
and then he just didn't show a running game. How did he get 18 runs? Like, that seems like a glitch, I, right? I, 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 yeah, I'm but just... 18, run, 18 runs for 95 metres is an average of five metres per Five metres. It, it, it's it's, it's in forward. Ball, right? yeah. It's got sacked yeah. in the 20 metre line. Like so many heaps times. of like half no, no, yeah. the, the number of times tackle is less than that. So I'm, I'm guessing you ran sort of five meters forward and then passed it to like a, uh, to an edge back row or to a middle forward. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. So if you, statistically, right, he had a superior just, game. It's, it's the just, issue is just, just make your way to tackle efficiency quickly. Yeah, yeah. So seventy five percent tackle efficiency. So as opposed to DC with ninety three. Yeah. It's a twenty-five didn't, tackles. Um, didn't Tedesco get two hundred running meters last night? Like, yeah, because they held all the field position, so he's running it back twenty meters every time. Like, like, yeah, like they had all the heading, field right? position. He's just he got just, twenty meters a run. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a hot hot tip. State of Origin isn't one on stats; it's run on mullets. Yeah, <laughs> he cut the mullet. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Mate, there's three mullets in Queensland, and they won, and zero mullets in New South Wales, and they didn't win. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, mate. You got to get some yeah. more people with mullets. No. Hudson Young's far too clean cut, and and TPJ. I think that's their main problem. Is they they're too their haircuts are too like and close. The issue is the issue is you only bought one of those guys in Flegler, and we bought two. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So look. Let's. If I had to talk through who I'd change, and this is just me spitballing here, is obviously you got Latrell coming back, right? And he comes back to left center. You park in there. If in the dream world, I put uh, Crichton on that wing out there, right next to Latrell, so he can play wing, and he plays it very well. Uh, you then play uh, on the other side. You play Tommy Turbo and Toto. You put Edwards at the back. You put Nico at six, because uh, he can run the ball and he can kick, which is. I think it will add in a different dimension of attack. Because if you noticed last night, Nathan Cleary, most of the time on the attack, they didn't go right. They almost exclusively went left to pair up in the halves. So I think having an ability to run right would be good. And you start Liam Martin. Get rid of, uh, move Frizz over to the other side. I know. Can Frizz play left edge? Um, yeah. I know I know Liam Martin's played left edge, though. Oh, Liam Martin can play. That's the only good thing about the Panthers. They can play both sides. But can Frizz play left edge, Nick? Yeah, he can. Yeah. Put Frizz over that side. Put Liam Martin outside Cleary because that gives him a short ball option and and puts the notice on edge out there. Yeah. So You could also just like... He'll make Munster's more. life. Can you imagine what Liam Martin's going to do to Munster? That's what you need. Probably. You need to smash him. Probably nothing, mate. M- Munster's... Just an absolute weapon. Oh, mate. Just, uh, if there's, just, if there's he, one guy, I'm saying that produced almost all of the injuries for the Queensland last night, it was Liam Munn. Oh, yeah. No, just Munster eats the tears of New South Wales fans for breakfast, so he doesn't, he'll doesn't. he be ready for whatever Liam Munn has, has for him, mate. Fair enough. So the – anyway, that's what I'd change there. And then up front – Would you keep um, Pengai and Hudson Young? I'd cut Hudson Young. I'd, I'd say because he, he just he wasn't fit enough on that left edge. If you looked early, those first two tries, Hudson Young just defensively could not keep up with the game. That's why they put Liam Martin out there and you, and you watch that change. There were no more breaks down that edge. So as soon as he came in, he stiffened it up. So I'd say Hudson Young is cut. TPJ, he does a job. You're kidding me. No, he does a job. The issue is, is that it isn't the job that you want done. His job is to give away penalties and no. God, I'm I'm saying no. I'm saying it's much better choice than Hudson Young. But I'm saying who you're replacing him with. Impact. You gotta have one bloke. You gotta have one bloke who's a liability, throwing just unnecessary offloads. Last year it was Daniel Tupo, and and this year's Panga. Who the issue is? How many impact forwards does New South Wales has? Who would you play? Is it Debella? What do you mean? No, that's he's the balance the opposite impact. Yeah, Dude, right. he'll 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 no. dislodge the ball with his tackles. No, what are you he's about? not an impact forward. He's no, he's a great guy to replace as possibly a starting forward or something like that. But I'm yeah, saying so he's not an impact. Paolo, start Paolo, bring Debellin on, get Debellin to cut. That's true. You can you can play Paolo. Yeah, I don't what? mind that. The the other guy that I bring back if he's fit, Angus Crichton. Angus Crichton, exactly. I bring him back tomorrow. Start him on the edge, hundred percent. Well, okay. you play him as the sixteenth man who can play bit of edge, bit of middle. So, so, so you put him on the bench. Him, Cam Murray, and uh, Jack DeBellin on the bench. 
And I'll be honest or with you. Jerbo if he's fit. Who, no, he won't be fit. He's done his calf. Whoever's fit. And the last guy that I pick, and it's going to be very controversial here, I pick a proper utility. So none of this Nico Hines, I don't know how to play anywhere stuff. I would pick, and there's only one New South Welshman. Kirk Idley. Who is? Dylan, Dylan, Dylan Walker. Walker. Dylan Walker. Yes, boy. <laughs> I pick Dylan Walker because he can play center. He can play half adequately, kind of. He can play most spots, kind of, which is what you need. Kirk Gidley 2.0. With, um, with Whiten retiring, he's yeah. the best 14 now available for New South. What about Wade yeah, Burton? If if Wade, if I could pick Wade Graham from five years ago, I was actually thinking last night who would I put in there, and the answer is Wade Graham from five years ago. Can I can I just can I steal ninety seconds here? Go on. All right. I'd like to do a segment called "Guys That Are Eligible for New South Wales That Would Play Ten Plus Games for Queensland That Won't Play Any More Games for New South Wales." Yep. So, all right. Why is Dale Finucane not in the New South Wales team? Uh, because he's. Yeah, he could I'll, be there. He I'll could be, be there. I, I, I'd be okay with it. He's yeah, just a liability sometimes. That's fine. That's fine. He, mate, he is a Queenslander through. He would be just a walk-up starter for Queenslander. He's just, yeah, he's just, he's that guy. Yep. You know, um, okay. If we're looking for a, a like an actual center, because at some at some point you blokes are going to have to pick guys that actually play in the position. Like Latrell should be. Yep. Yeah. Can we have like a, like a half a look at Bradman Best? No, I'll yeah. get Campbell Graham. I'd rather have Penasini, I think. I'd rather have Penasini. I'd rather have Stephen Crichton. I'd rather have Christian Crichton. The brother can't even make the Panthers oh. team. <laughs> I would rather have the list of people that I would rather have than Bradman Best to my side, right, extends somewhere down to the friggin' juniors. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, well, what about, what about, what about Alex, what about Alex Johnson? He flopped when he played. He's, How's he not gonna run? He's got no defensive he's skills, mate. He's got no he's defensive skills. None. No defensive Ke- skills. No. All right. You blokes need to get Keon Kalamatangi. I think yes. he's picking the wrong Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Now, I, if, if Angus Crichton isn't fit, because he'd be my first choice if fit, but he's not fit, would be Keon is the next yeah. best guy. But yeah. he, he was only just back from that knee. He only he played. He, he looked like 80 he minutes, a full 80. Yeah, but but I'm saying saying that he didn't look great in it. He looks like yeah, he needs he to pick ginger, it up. Ginger, eh? All right. Yeah. And the last guy I got for you is what exactly did David Clemmer do to Brad Fittler? What did he do? He's the most salty bastard on the earth, and he brings that's everyone else mean. down. No, no one likes him. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's he's not good salty. He's bad salty. Oh, he's like he's basically Duffy. the Karen of the NRL. <laughs> Duffy. <laughs> yeah, he's Matt Duffy with a much worse haircut. Twice the size. He's two Matt Dufties blo- in a bad haircut. How did you blokes go from having like the the like embarrassment of riches of options to like me asking you why you haven't picked Alex oh. Johnson in the space of two years? Like, what happened to you? Well, it's well. So some of the guys, like we had a great side there, but some of the guys have just they've been injured. Just say if Josh Adakar was fully fit, he might be okay. If Teddy's knee wasn't busted, we wouldn't be having this conversation possibly. Like, it's just a number of guys. If Angus Crichton didn't have mental health issues, like, the side would pick itself. But once you yeah. start wiping away the guys, you're like, well, now we are playing Hudson Young. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Even I mean, like no, medicine, no, right? Maddo. Like, Maddo. Yeah, um, he's hurt, but- oh, Maddo. Mate, <laughs> he's also unpickable. He's like David Clemmer, but he's a sooky version instead of salty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the but the problem is. Queensland. No, oh, no, no, I don't think he would. No, no, yeah, he he's, he's just as a Queenslander, is he? He played for friggin' no, England, mate. Yeah. That's where he would play for with Victor Webb. <laughs> yeah, that's where he should play, mate. You guys are absolutely desperate for a Victor Radley now, aren't you? What no. would you? No, what, what, what was that? What, Thomas Flegler with a higher bin rate. What What would you do to have a bloke like uh, Jermaine Hopgood eligible for New South Wales at the moment, or Corey Horsburgh? No, Jermaine no, Hopgood. We're good. We're good. What would We've you do? Changes. We got the changes. We're good. We just got to uh, get these guys who think uh, they're there's just too many uh, cooks in the kitchen. They're not enough uh, guys just running hard and straight like Angus Crichton and uh, Jack DeBellin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Jack DeBellin doesn't run. He he sort of swaddles at the moment. He's busted. Yeah. Man. And hard and straights are really interesting set of descriptors for Jack DeBellin as well. But moving hey. right along. 
this will be pulled from all podcasts. <laughs> okay. Well, look, let, let's talk about So out of the ones we actually think will happen, because I know I talked about my dream side there, Rob, I'll ask, I'll ask you first, mate. Who do you think actually will get cut from the New South Wales side? If you had to pick the top three most likely to get cut, what are the names that come to mind? Uh, Hudson Young, um, probably Pangai, and then I think Fox was a good shout. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. I think he was quite bad last night. So those are probably my top three. I can't see them dropping Tedesco or Cleary or actually Luai, maybe. He'd be unlucky to miss out, but really just for team balance, I think he'd be fine. Nice. Too. He'd be four. How about Nick? Um, I agree. I agree with Rob, 100%. It's just really scary. When you go like into an Origin series that they supposedly are planning months for, and we're already tearing the team apart that they've just picked, it's just like, oh my god. Okay, uh, and Mark, top three. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just here for the chaos, mate. I think no matter what happens, you guys suck and you're going to lose. Uh, fair enough. I must say, I the one that comes to mind as well is that Turbo came in here with one good game under his belt, and he's obviously not going to play again until the next Origin two. I reckon that if a smart mind would possibly leave Turbo out if Latrell's fit and firing. So Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, play play, play him on the left because he only knows how to play on the left and and go from there. So I think it'll be I'm not sure whether Turbo will get cut, but I think that he probably should be because he probably want a couple of good games under his legs. But I would definitely cut if I had to pick the guys who are likely to, you you got him right, Hudson Young. TPJ, possibly Josh Adokar, unless he absolutely pulls out a blinder the next two weeks. Because as dumb as it sounds, I think Josh Adokar's biggest problem, because this happens in the... you remember the semi between between Melbourne and Panthers, I want to say 2021? And here he kicked from dummy half to Stephen Crichton on the wing to score. Josh Adokar, out of position, trusting that he was fast enough to be in the right spot, and he wasn't. He's just got that issue. Just He's positionally not the best because he trusts himself to be good enough to cover it and he gets found out. Anyway. Uh, injuries. Uh, Mark, let me ask you about this one. Turbo, Cat1 HIA, fantasy owners. How worried are you? Um, I don't. Is there anyone that, that has him? Oh, the people think about bringing him in after that century he got, obviously, last round yeah. or picked well, him he's up. He's not going to play again until round 17 at least, so that's a... No, no problem for uh, for fantasy owners. Just uh, alleviate that headache from your mind. Easy. All right. Uh, obviously, Murray Talagi with that HI TBD. I don't think many people have him, do they? No, nah, he's the same. He was going great guns when the Cowboys were last year, but he's obviously not the superior winger with uh, elite level felty. Just absolutely tearing it up. So. Oh, he is. No, I, I heard you chat a few weeks ago. I said something similar. Didn't get on. Mistake. Uh, yeah. Now... Interesting implications from possibly the next two. So we've got Tom Gilbert, who, depending on the shoulder, is anywhere from six weeks to six months. So who do you reckon is the big winner there? Elise Kafusi. Oh, you for Origin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for Fantasy, it's Ray but Stone. For... Ray Stone, isn't it? Mm. So, so for Origin, Ooh, yeah. I like that. Or Wallace, maybe? No, nah, Ray Stone's starting. Wallace is good in his off-the-bench role. 405k... Yeah. Oh, that's he's he's kind of too expensive now. Race Dane, and uh, like I'm I'm hating that I'm having to take my like ribbing you blokes about New South Wales hat off and put my fantasy hat on. Um, but I mean, Race Stone hasn't scored under thirty since round five. Yeah. So I mean, he's ticking play on sixteen though. Yeah, it's I'm not really in the market for a four hundred and five k really poor PPM middle forward at the moment, but. He's got a big uh, runway now, depending on the size of the injury. That's the only upside. He does. Yeah. That size of that runway, because the middle depth is really a struggle there, right? Yeah. Put well, Kenny I guess Bromwich that... back in the middle, I suppose. Is it? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You could put Kenny there. What? Or, or Home and SASA. SASA. <laughs> and bring Valence Safari in the centers. Boom. <laughs> I put Aiken out there. Yeah. You could do a job. The other interesting one, guys, Cobbo, hip pointer injury, very painful. I, like I know Mitch has said a few times, like 
takes a little while to get right. Uh, and I believe it was put there by Liam Martin, either from his shoulder or from the, if it's the other hit when he was driven into the turf. So uh, with that in mind, we got a couple of guys there who could play on that wing. Do, do we see any benefit coming from there? I don't think so, unless any one of them is Tristan Saylor, right? Yeah, no. There's, I think he's Tristan, expected to back up too, isn't he? Like uh, Co- even Corey despite o- the injury. Corey yeah. Oates isn't far away. No, I, I think he's. I, I don't think he's going to play this weekend. But yeah. um, Corey Oates is is bordering on a comeback, and Arthur's has been great, and they got Dean Mariner and a bunch of other guys there who can play wings. So I can't see any way that it would be Tristan Saylor. Fair enough. Excellent. And uh, obviously for Cobra owners. Uh, there's a surprising number, though. I think they've bought him on name recognition. This is why I sort of look through these guys. So, um, I, yeah, he's a sell there because he's almost 10% ownership. Yeah, maybe both teams. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's funny about some of these guys. You, you don't realize, like, Nano was 15% for a long time too. Yeah, uh, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of NRL fantasy talk Nanai in the preseason, so I'm not surprised. Fair enough. Uh all right. Uh, we also got to talk about the guys unlikely to back up from this week's game. Uh, Rob, who who from your side do you think is unlikely to back up this week, apart from obviously those guys injured above? Uh, I think uh, Cotter is not going to play. He just played massive minutes. Um, and he was on the extended bench anyway, so that's quite an easy rest. Um, I don't know, Mark, you did a you did a list, and I was in agreement with it. Um and now I can't remember anyone else on that list. Apart Sorry, from. mate, to put you on the spot. That's how I roll. Everyone stacks on toast. Got it. I, I literally just lobbed it into the uh, to the socials about three minutes ago. Yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, so Cotter was the number one candidate on the list of blokes that I don't like the chances of backing up. Um, oh, Lindsay Pat Collins. Pat, Car- Pat Carrigan would have to be close uh, with the 70-odd minutes. Mm. Uh, given the performance from the Broncos, the baby Broncos against the Waz last week, have to imagine that Paddy off the big minute game is going to be, if he doesn't back up, he's going to be uh, reduced minutes. You have to imagine. That's it. Nick, on, on the New South Wales side, uh, is there any guys that you reckon aren't going to back up this week? Like I know a lot of Cleary owners out there. What what are you thinking? Yeah, I think Yo is probably the only risk. He played the full 80 and uh, he was all guns blazing the whole night. He was in everything. So he's probably the only one I see at risk really. I'm sure the Haas will probably back up. They didn't get too bashed up really, I don't think. Mm. No, they didn't. When you say when you say all guns blazing, you mean just waddling up and down the field doing like mediocre things? Or now, Yo Mate, he's he's so clean. He's such a clean, classy. <laughs> like, he's just unreal. Like just so good to have on your team. Um, watching him, <laughs> he would be night, just just brilliant. Yeah, there, there's a reason why he's 13 for Australia too, mate. Like Paddy's good as far as effort areas and whatever else, but Yo, he just. He's, he's beautiful, and the fact that he can stand up tackle some of those big boys, 97% efficiency over 80 minutes in the middle. Yeah. Tackle I'm just going to say, I think Yo's a good player, and I just was wrestling you, Jimmy's, and I got exactly the <laughs> That's real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Even no. I bet on that one. Yo's the best. Yeah, look, he, he got th- th- 38 tackles, uh, only three behind Appy. I also think Appy might struggle to back up this week. Full 80. Oh, oh yeah, he's he on the bench as well. Thing. Yo had no errors or penalties. Either. No, he, was he just, doesn't miss no tackles. tackles. He was just he's super clean. We know he's boring, mate. That's all right. Just play on. Uh, the other one that- I think it's sexy, though. I think it's sexy, like perfect tackles and then you know, sweet runs, the odd uh, turning the man inside. It's just so nice to watch. Mm. That's good if you win. Yeah. It's good if you win. <laughs> uh, the, the other one is uh, we didn't talk about Appy, but are we- like, are we all in agreement here? Or at least I would think that Appy has locked his spot down in the squad because of how good he looked. Getting the forwards on the front foot, part of the dominance there was actually Appy picking the right side to run players, like beating oh, the A and B marker. Yeah, mate. If you if you saw the way that Brandy Alexander talked about Damien Cook, he is never donning the sky blue ever again. Yeah. and But it's not even that. Like, Appy played well enough to make it not an issue. I would say last night, like that, that forward dominance was yeah, mostly no. due to Appy getting the got right guys running the right direction, right? No, he he was good. He'll obviously play reduced minutes. They got Jake Simkin on the bench. That'll be a little bit more responsibility to fall on, you know, Clem Apole and and such. But um, yeah, that that's actually going to be a really interesting game. The Raiders and the the Tigers. 
mm. with a little bit of confidence under their belt. But yeah, I think uh, we'll see a lot more. Uh, what's old mate's name that plays the like edge center hybrid for Tigers? Kapoa. M- M- Kapoa. Yeah, I, I'm sure what will happen is Kapoa will come on like 30 minutes in, push Bateman to the middle, and they'll you know they'll suck some minutes off Appy for Simkin, and that that'll be the rotation for this week. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, so I'm lo- looking at the rest of the squads from the. Is there anyone else on that side, uh, on the Queensland side, Nick, that you you reckon sort of might be gunning it out a little bit? No, not really. No. You have the- to imagine. Uh, you have to imagine both David Fafida and Lindsay Collins will be on reduced minutes, but still probably off back the up. bench I probably. I think they'll play, but I think it's one of those like I th- I noticed that the uh, the Titans have got Verrills back this week, but they've mm. also still got um, Randall, and Randall can play a little bit of lock, so it wouldn't surprise me if they uh, you know they use uh, Baby Tino for a little bit more minutes out on the edge, and Fief only gets you know knocks out fifty five to sixty instead of the full eighty. Mm. Uh, and and obviously the Roosters have got the minutes to cover Collins, so we'll probably see some inflated minutes from the uh, lodge, the lodge, and um, you know JWH Angus Satili Brigade. Mm. Um, so yeah, but no, I think I think Queenslanders, the all the Cowboys guys should um should back up. Uh, it'll just be maybe some forwards on reduced minutes. Um, and obviously, I think Payne Haas also backs up on on slightly reduced minutes as well. That's it. Yeah, I'm do not we, even sure he reduces. Harry Grant, do we see Harry Grant playing the full eighty this week? He played uh, fifty seven last night. I, I reckon. Um, what's his name? Gets a few. Bronson Garlic might steal a few yeah. minutes from you if Bellamy's smart, especially if they're winning. Yeah, like a sixty five minutes, sixty sixty five, something like that. That's it. Now, so just from our discussion before I probably should have rounded this out at the time I'll remember this for game 2 which is players who we think will be affected by team changes so obviously we talked about the Queensland side probably Kafusi coming in Arthur Gilbert uh with Talagi and Cobo in and obviously Latrell coming back into the squad to either cover Turbo or just to push in uh is there anyone else that we should be worried about who's a decently owned player who's at risk of being in like is it Hines, like, are we worried that that Hines is is going in? Or I know a few people thinking maybe he's out for next game. What what are your thoughts? I, I might go around the room, Rob. Who, who do you think's at risk? I think Hines will still be in the squad uh, next time, but yeah, he's kind of got that awkward buy as well, right? Um, seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, it's just a tough one, like to know. Um, I, I don't know. We talked about Debellin, but. I really hope he doesn't play Origin. Um, still don't yeah. think Freddie's smart enough to pick him. So yeah, um, he's got the buy sixteen at least. So so you know yeah. you you're not copying it either way. Fortunately, yeah, we're safe yeah. there. Yeah. Um, is there anyone else? I don't like. Who do you think would come in for Fox if he got dropped? I don't know. Uh, he well, thinks Crichton to the wing and oh, Crichton um, to the wing. Mitchell to centre. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what. Works. That's what you. That's what you blokes need, another guy playing out of position. Well, no, Steve, Steve Croton won a grand final playing out of position, bro. An entire entire premiership playing out there. That's the thing. He's, he's skilled. He can play wherever he wants, that guy. Stu, you are, mate, you are way too easy. I, I'm saying he. No, he's he's, just, he's got an elite skill set, bro. It's, no, I know that, but you're just like a big barramundi with a like a, a piece of prawn. <laughs> Oh, so Mark's just dipping out, dipping the meat out. Eh? Fair enough. I, I might you just hit it. You hit it, and you just take off running like. <laughs> oh, mate! Seriously, <laughs> if you want to understand how I watch Origin, right? Because I get that like adrenaline pump, like I'm running out there, and I'm not. So I go to the gym, and I'm watching yeah. this thing on this crappy little TV. So I have to wander over yeah. there between sets. So I can like rage leg press after some stupid friggin' try because Josh had a card can't make a friggin' tackle because he's undercooked and because he's never made one in a proper one in his life. Oh. Anyway, so yes, yeah, so that's how I feel. Yeah, no, I know, I know, mate. I'm just sitting back here with my can of Great Northern, just dangling yeah. the bait at you. It's it's it, it's like oh. this. If you can imagine, right? And this is probably the harder part for Queensland is that for a number of years, not only was the Origin team sucks. But also, most of our club squads have been pretty awful. So for our 
you know, it's being a footy fan's been painful for like regular season and rep. And so you're sitting there every year just going, oh, God, what's happening here? Because at least if, you know, you're a Titans fan and, you know, you're getting flogged every day, at least you can fall back on Queensland, right? If you're a New South Wales fan, you've got none of that. You're just sitting here every year just going, oh, God, I support the Dragons and New South Wales. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, no, for you me, know, for, for 15 years, the Panthers, 2004 to 2019. Yeah, you know, it's, it's scars, mate. Imagine you sit there and you just wait for your team to be good. And then they are good, but they're full of the most unlikable human beings on the planet. So, like, like North mean, Queensland. You're fine. <laughs> if if you don't like the Cowboys players, you're having a laugh. There's there's nothing unlikable. I mean, like, like there are. There's good nothing unlikable. <laughs> it's like Luciano Lelua, the paragon oh, yeah, of virtue oh, that he is, and Peter Hickey. Oh, mate, before before him. Before no, hang on. Let's just go back through, and I'm going to be fair here, and I'm going to I'm going to have a go at the Cowboys. All right. So just before Luciano Lelua, he was not the he was not the first pioneer of misbehavior at the Cowboys. Before him, it was one Ben Barber. Mm-hmm. You know, and then before that, you know, I, I think Thurston even had a little bit of you know a little there bit. Was a fair, there was a fair bit of carpet that got pulled up during that time. If you've ever been to the Mad Cowboys. I, I can tell you I have been <laughs> I have I have been bear hugged by James Tamu more times than I would care to imagine. So <laughs> when he was a cowboy, he's a good bloke actually, James Tamu. Just he's a nice but, guy. Yeah. Um but no, um no there's but, but but all likable guys. <laughs> all likable. No, he's not guys. a Queenslander. No, James I know. Tamu. I know he's a- he's from Palmerston North, which is in Queen <laughs> is in New South Wales apparently. That's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> We had to get one back. We needed one guy that year. Yeah. Maybe you could get Jay Jordan McLean back, actually. That would be all right. I, he's been on a big slide this year. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we yeah, can get him back. Oh, mate. Just, it's just I, I, it, Yeah, exactly. Uh, d- don't get me up. As I said, too many years of bad sides. But all right. So we've been through. I think we've we've just about covered everything. Last thoughts is probably on game two. We're gonna we're gonna go here and we're gonna put it out there. We're gonna pick the team in the margin. We're gonna start with the neutral Rob. Which team's gonna win up at Suncorp and by how much? And who's man of the match? I'm gonna go Queensland by four. Man of the match. Uh Val Holmes. Like it. Excellent. Mark? I will the the man of the match will be the person serving me beers because I'm actually going to the game. Oh fantastic. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so you get two beers all games. So the man of match will be the person in the line telling you to get back in line. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the guy telling me I'm too pissed. Uh, um, no, I, I, I like four. I, I, I want to go. I want to go. Like it's a sneaky little. It's a ten pointer. Uh, and I, I really like Ruben Cotter man of the match again and sewing the uh, man of the series oh. up. Oh, big call, Nick. Have you got winning man of the match? I think I've got to go Blues by like golden point. I think it's obviously oh. going to be close. If um, but I think Latrell Mitchell, if he comes back, I think he'll win out of the match. He's actually looking fit this year. Um, yep. And I'm going to have the Blues. I'm going to have it that they, they if they make the changes that they want to make, that they win by twenty six. And well. <laughs> no, oh, uh, the the uh, probably by twelve. And they the man of match. I was going to say Latrell too. He's if he's playing at left center and he's got a good winger outside of him, I reckon he'll get fed well. If he if he if he's playing properly with Nico running across, you know, doing that sweeping movement he does, he's gonna eat very well. Anyway. So we'll go with that one. So with that guys, uh we might wrap up. Any last thoughts, anyone? Rob? There's just a weird bit of fantasy mail that's come out that um Harley Smith Shields has replaced Seb Chris for at fullback um for the Raiders over oh. Harley Smith Seals, I, I guess if you just, fell into a coma week one and you've just woken up and you looked at your squad, you're like, well, he's playing. He's still in, he's still in, my, he's still in my super coach team. So, you Amazing. Know, not all hope is lost. I saw it and just like, what, like huh? in what world is he better than Xavier Savage? But I, I assume what's going to happen is uh, Nick Chotrich is going to play fullback. Yeah. I, th- I, th- uh, Sav- I reckon Savage is in the bin. I reckon he's... Uh, he, he, he hurt his knee. He, he hurt his knee in the last game. 
Oh, oh yeah. so, sorry, that was Chris. Yeah, I know what you mean about seven. He he lost a lot of size, I think, because he eight weeks he couldn't eat. So no, I think I think he's just getting the he's on the shit list from Ricky. Oh, possibly, but something. but I think like he tried to bulk up to play on the wing or, or at fullback. And he's just lost all the size again. He's, I think he's lost ten kilo, which matters for someone that size. Maybe I should break my jaw. <laughs> Mate, I, I need to break it five or six times. <laughs> need, need to get hit by a truck or something. <laughs> yeah, mate, I, I yeah, be slim down then. Anyway, well, apparently that's you know the man shake does work. You have to drink everything through a straw. Is that is that where you shake your <laughs> shake your jaw so much you can't eat? That's man shake. Oh, all right. Uh, uh, any final thoughts from you, Mark? Uh, I'm just I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying seeing the uh, the fall the game one fallout. There's a article here in Fox Sports at the moment with Greg Alexander arguing with Buzz Rothfield and James Hooper about James Tedesco getting a golden pass because he's the captain and no matter mm. how bad he plays, he's still going to get picked. That's it. Just, just he's Dane Gagai is not James Tedesco. It's like, yeah, because Dane Gagai has been much better in State of Origins than James Tedesco has. But Oh, no it. way. Come on, man. Come on. Who, no okay, way. So State of Origin trivia. Who's got more State of Origin men in the matches, Dane Gagai or James Tedesco? Yeah, obviously Gagai. Because you, you win man if you win more games. They've lost yeah. a lot of series. James Tedesco. Oh, and that, mate, Dane Gagai has just been an absolute monster. And sometimes it's okay to not be at your best anymore. So, But I, I think Hammer sewed up that spot, unfortunately, for oh, Gagai. Yeah. He's, He's just too, too fast, and it shows that you need a proper defensive pairing out there to stop him. Yeah, no, I love it. But no, final thoughts. Uh, thank you guys for being so gracious and turning on each other, which is exactly what I wanted. And I'm no, oh mate, no, uh, that's that's the strength of New South Wales. Is that uh, despite it all, despite all the hatred that we have for our own squad and our own coach, we'll sack that coach. We'll get in a new coach, a player that we love, right? I'm guessing the next one will be Joey Johns, right? And then he when involved he f- in the current setup, oh, but what I'm trying to say is, is that. You know, you just say he becomes the full coach, right? Or even if they bring Gus back, that would even be better. And then we can turn on him and hate him when we lose. He's a great villain. Uh, you know, I actually saw a, a like a thing on Twitter earlier. I'm sorry for, for stealing this again. That's I fine. You're trying to wrap it up. Um, I saw a thing on Twitter earlier and it was somebody's changed their name to Fox League and it was like as a joke <laughs> where they were like, they've sacked Freddie Fli- Fittler and hired... Um, um, hook to be the New South Wales coach. <laughs> <laughs> that got me straight in because I was like, oh, classic New South Wales. And I was like, oh, shit, it's called Fox West. <laughs> Mate, I, I tell you now, the one guy who I would accept, if they're going to sack Freddie and bring him in, I just, I just, I just accept Joey or um, or Phil Gould to come in because at least you take, what about they, they get big game football. Do you, get, do you reckon Ivan would do the job? I reckon Ivan doesn't need that stress in his life. I think as the big thing that I wanted to say today, right? I know people are saying that the Panthers brand is failing. And I know you look at the ladder, the Panthers are by like doubly like the best defensive team in the comp, right? 115 they've, points they've against. Two, they've had two buys. No, no, but I'm saying even just points scored against them per game, yeah, but- right? They're almost twice as good as every other team. And they played some tough teams. They played. No, they've had they've had two buys, mate. Come on. No, no, that's fine. Average, even on average, mate. I'm saying per game scored okay. against them. Oh, 125 is actually ridiculous. It's okay, ridiculously low. They trust. This is the thing: is that the Panthers they trust the system and they trust that everyone in that system plays good football defensively. So it doesn't matter if Nathan Cleary is not in playing Sean O'Sullivan or Jack Cogger. They can get a job done, run them around the park because the game consistently, right, defend their line, keep it close, grind it out. But some of the other guys, in this, they they can't keep up with it. So, yes, you need these guys who can make something out of nothing. That's why you need a guy like Latrell in there or a fit Turbo. Not that I think Turbo's ever going to be fit again. Yeah. Or no, you play the entire Panthers squad. The problem is they're all P-hearts, mate. You, you got you to get some Queensland DNA in there. <laughs> Queensland DNA, Joy Arrow. Anyway, mate, if there's, there's a guy oh, that's a beneficiary of the lack of the one punch rule, it's him. Anyway, moving on. 
Uh, Nick, any final thoughts from you, mate? No, I think I think Freddie's just got to stop listening to people. Go back to what he does best. When he first took on the job, he cleaned it out. He's just got to reset, refocus, and uh, pick a good squad. I think he he'll, he'll work it out. Excellent. And if he had to choose one advice that he listens to, because he's got three in his ear, he's got Brandy, he's got Joey, he's got Gus. Which one would you listen to? Okay, I don't think Brandy knows anything about the modern game. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. His commentary is actually the worst. Oh, mate, there's no, there is no material, is the worst. There's no material difference between Brandy and Blocker Roach at this point. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> right? Like uh, he just offers nothing. I just don't know what he's thinking. Eh? Excellent. So, so, okay, so we're now down to Jerry or Gus. Which one are you listening to? Oh, I'm listening to Joey for sure. Excellent. Uh, that that'll be the final final listeners test. How about how about you, Rob? Which one would you listen to, Jerry or Gus? Jerry. Mark. Oh, Gus, mate. Gus knows what's up. <laughs> you're just you're just staring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd pick Gus too. Anyway, all good. Thank you, everyone, for listening. All three of you who have cracked on to listen to us hate Origin or love it, and. Uh, thank you to everyone. For, thank you, Mark and Rob, for from the Fantasy Amateurs for joining us tonight. Uh, this is Cheers, lads. the combined Boom or Bust and Fantasy Amateurs podcast signing out.